0: Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.
1: Let's face it. Everything that they said hinges on the play of Justin Fields. So let's go there because he spoke after that and he came uh onto the podium or at the dais along with dj moore's number one wide receiver nice socks hat by the way <laughs> nice red socks hat very much a local nod he's uh he's very quick to adjust that's a very good sign for his route running If we know that he can adjust on the fly justin fields besides you know, letting his hair grow out a little bit, um, <laughs> literally. And I wonder if he's going to let his hair down figuratively. What did he have to say that surprised you, if anything? Because I think what, based on the offseason rhetoric, Dan, it hasn't been that long since we heard from him. I mean, last week, maybe. Confident young man comes into his third season prepared and believing that he's capable of fulfilling that potential and, and doing the kinds of things that he needs to do to make this a winning organization again.
2: Well, our guy Brad Biggs pressed him on the vow that he made last week to pass for 4,000 passing yards. You know, and Justin stood by that and said, look, it's never been done in franchise history. I want to do it. I hope DJ helps me get there. And that's obviously a very high bar to reach, you know, but we just talked about raising the, raising the expectations. And so Justin's doing that. Um, as a leader, he's got to back that up with the way he works, with, the, you know, the, the way they pro, uh, progress through training camp. Um, he was much less specific when pressed by a couple of reporters on uh, the areas where he really feels like he wants to get better during this training camp and in 2023. But I think we've documented those really since last January, where he needs to get better. Now it's all about let's, let's go stack practices together as this training camp unfolds. Let's assess where he is in progressing through things in the pocket with his reads, with, with the rhythm and timing of the passing game, like they talk about. And then let's, let's get back together in a week or two and talk again and figure out where you're at and, and continue to do that through the preseason. Justin understands, who he is in this organization and what his significance is to the future of this organization. He's never run from that. It's one of the most alluring qualities he has is that he he embraces those expectations and he takes them on without flinching. Now you got to back him up with, with production on the field and that's the next step here.
1: DJ Moore was sitting next to him and I I know just from looking Uh, as early as this morning on the Mullen Haas show, just at his numbers and how he did suffer a little bit of a dip last year. As much as we're excited in Chicago about the fact that Bears have a legit number one wide receiver, his numbers declined in 2022. And he comes to Chicago this season ready to maybe surpass a thousand yards if this all goes well, maybe to catch a hundred passes, if he's targeted that often. I wonder, as he sat there today, I had this thought. I wonder if you could answer it. The question that, Who's going to help whom more? Is D.J. Moore going to help Justin Fields become a better quarterback as much as Justin Fields might help D.J. Moore get back to that level where he knows he can play?
2: I mean, I think out of the gates, D.J. Moore is going to help Justin Fields more because what Justin needs right now is someone he can trust and rely on and be, um, you know, in sync with in important moments. You know, when you get to third down, when you get inside the red zone, when you need a big play, Justin now has a guy he knows he can turn to right away and, and have that trust factor. And it's built in now and it's amazing that it was built in this quickly, David, and that they they reached the level of uh, cohesion and chemistry that they did because that's going to be very helpful to a young quarterback trying to make that developmental leap uh, at a critical stage, right, for for not only himself but for the team. And so I I think out of the gates here in 2023, it will be DJ that helps Justin more, and then ultimately you want it to be the other way around.
1: I don't disagree with that at all, and I think it goes back to maybe the hidden – uh, one of the hidden advantages of, or maybe overlooked at times, of making the trade when the Bears made the trade. DJ Moore became part of the organization earlier in the offseason, even though it was maybe just a little bit more, maybe a month or so, and he was able to acclimate himself rather than a trade that takes place on draft night and everything is is hurried and hassled and he has to rush to get to Chicago and he doesn't have the time to maybe kind of lean into the whole idea of embracing all the newness and getting to establish a rapport with his new quarterback. And I think that's what comes to mind because I, I agree with what you're saying, but I also think that it's interesting that one of the strengths of the bears offense seems to be something we didn't even see last year. And that was the relationship and rapport between the chemistry, if you will, Justin Fields and DJ Moore.
2: Well, what I was going to say is this may actually serve as a bridge and a, and a fitting transition here, but DJ is clearly very low maintenance. And one of the reasons that the, the chemistry came together as fast as it did with Justin Fields is because DJ doesn't require a lot. It's like, hey, Justin called me up, said, hey, let's go work out. We're going to go to Miami on these dates. And I did it. And we went and we we, we connected. Um, when they got on the practice field this spring and OTAs and minicamp, they connected. That cohesion was 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 quick. Uh, and they're about the same things, you know, they want to work hard. They want to elevate their own games. They want to elevate the, the, the games of the guys around them. And ultimately they want to elevate this offense to a level where it can play winning football on a consistent basis. And so, um, you know, I laugh because right, like you, you you got one low maintenance receiver as your number one now, and you got another guy in Chase Claypool that we'll hear from tomorrow who has a lot of questions to answer uh, since the last time we talked to him uh, at locker cleanout day.
1: King of the Segway, That's a good one. So Chase Claypool, is on the PUP list for about 24 hours, didn't pass the physical. Then he did, apparently. That's the way I understand it, Dan. They spoke about what that uh, consternation that created and why that occurred. So let's start with him before we get to Darnell Mooney, because those are the two guys that give the Bears you know, pretty good receiving core. But Chase Claypool's status from the PUP list, which was a bit of a surprise <laughs> and raised a lot of people's eyebrows, to not being on the PUP list, I did not want to overreact. I'm glad that I didn't because it was 24 hours later, and he's basically on track to begin practice like everyone else.
2: I'm still trying to understand the mechanics of this um, a little bit because the the Bears never were really worried about Claypool's availability. They also went to the level of designating him as as physically unable to perform for a reason, which it's my understanding that it gave an opportunity to get him in here before today to test him out, to put him through some paces. And, and, and if you're not on the PUP list as a veteran uh, of Clay, Chase Claypool's status, you're not able to come in really before reporting day to do that. And so just in order to, to, to kind of sidestep that, they were able to get him in, put him on PUP, and then work him out and see that he was okay enough to get cleared. Here's the issue, David. Chase Claypool missed a couple weeks of organized team activities. He missed the mandatory team minicamp with what was being described as a soft tissue issue. Today, during his podium session, Justin Fields said he bothered his knee a little bit when we were down in Miami, and then he had to kind of shut it down there and then come in here and get right. So there there was clearly a knee problem that bothered Chase Claypool when when, when these receivers and quarterback and and Fields were working out in Miami. And so now we've got to hear a lot more from from Chase tomorrow to be like, can you kind of walk us through the timeline of whatever happened in May and June, whatever happened in July and, and how are you going to assure us that you're going to be ready uh, for week one when the green Bay Packers are on the schedule?
1: This will be true up until week one. Nobody on that roster in that locker room at house hall needs a game more than chase Claypool because of what you just said. Now the the knee becomes an issue because Justin Fields (laughs) mentioned it and who knows what, if that was part of the reason he went on pup and then he had to pass a physical, I don't know either because we're not privy to those medical details But I do think he has a lot of explaining to do. I I, I wonder if that might get lost and what I expect to be. I don't want to say bluster, but he is a very confident player. He's your prototypical wide receiver. I just hope that what happens with Chase Claypool doesn't get so distracting that it becomes a bigger part of the story than what he's capable of providing to the offense. Today was a great example, something that I think if I were a Bears coach, I would tell Chase Claypool recommend how did DJ Moore comport himself next to Justin Fields? He was just kind of relaxed. That's he was kind of confident and understated and he's the number one guy. So handle yourself in a way that yeah, exudes confidence, but doesn't create kind of concern.
2: There's, there's a magnetism to how chill DJ Moore is, you know, haven't been around him now for a few months. It's, it's just, it's like a, a very comforting calm. And you described that very well just now, like there's just something there where you just feel at ease because of the way he is. And I think Justin feels that way. Now, Chase is a guy who showed last year that at times he can be edgy. Sometimes he can be edgy because he's frustrated for the right reasons. Sometimes he can be edgy because he's frustrated for the wrong reasons. And they're trying to get him to work through some of that emotional volatility in a way that is is much more steady for himself and the offense in 2023 Uh, we heard justin in may tell us that that you know he noticed a significant attitude change in chase claypool well one of the first questions for chase claypool tomorrow is justin mentioned you had an attitude change can you describe for us what changed in your attitude if your starting quarterback noticed it what was different And, and and what are you trying to improve on in that regard these are significant questions i mean this is a a a Major investment the Bears made last year. There's a chance that the return on investment is terrible. And it's up to Chase Claypool to change all that in a way that's meaningful. And it starts with a productive training camp. And then to your point, it can only really advance once we get into game action and he's healthy and producing and showing that he's a valuable member of this offense.
1: In almost stark contrast, Darnell Moody is the consummate pro. And I think that he's a different type of receiver. He's also, based on what we know in a small sample size, a different type of professional. I think him being cleared to begin practice very interesting, looking forward to seeing what he has to offer in terms of durability, in terms of dependability, because he was, at last we saw him, Justin Fields, probably favorite target, and now there's another guy that maybe has passed him, and obviously DJ Moore is going to be the number one guy, but what's reasonable to expect from Darna Mooney as they ease him back into the mix?
2: V- very, very... Um purposeful choice of phrase there because it is going to be an ease back in approach here um what ryan pole said today echoed some of the sentiments i've been hearing for about a month now that that while mooney will be on the practice field for the first training camp practice which is a huge development and a landmark moment for a guy who had tightrope surgery on that left ankle uh after he broke it last november um he will not be a full participant in practice for a while yet and they are going to have an individualized plan for him. They haven't specified what that is, but, but certainly have made it very clear that the priority is his readiness for week one. And so it is going to be interesting day by day to kind of track the volume that Mooney uh, takes on, what he looks like. Again, it's an it's a eye test thing on, on how quickly he's able to cut, uh, how, how much he's going to be facing defenders. And, you know, that, that may be in question for a few weeks here, whether he does any Uh, route running against defenders you know it may just all be routes on air and individual drills for a little while we'll see what that looks like this week and into next week Um, but certainly it's it's like it's a positive development but it hasn't cleared that last hurdle because you need to see probably a week's worth of full practices from Darnell Mooney before you feel really good about where he's going to be for 2023.
1: I think that's really smart I I think you have to realize Uh, with Darnell Mooney, you have to look at the calendar again and remember it's late July and in a month it'll be late August and you only need him in early September. So be patient, be gradual, be intentional with your caution and I think that's the best way to go with Darnell Mooney, somebody who could mean a great deal to your your offense and your passing game because of his established rapport with Justin Fields. Imagine that, complementing the rapport and chemistry with DJ Moore and then somewhere in the middle – Maybe Chase Claypool can contribute if he can keep his attitude on track and stay healthy himself.